This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. It is uh, Straight from the Net, and my name is Danielle. Hello, I'm Jamie. And we're coming to you once again, and this is going to be, what are we in, week 17 now? 17. Oh my God, look at us. Look at us just moving along, 17. We're go-getters. <laughs> we haven't been sued yet for all those times we've called out people in their government names. Coming, they're waiting for us to be millionaires. <laughs> so, what's been going on with you? Um, We had zombie prom this past weekend. That's right. We have to talk about zombie prom. because We had the best fun. turnout we've had in about three years. We had really? like, like 15 girl zombies. Good. Quite a lot, yeah. Only two boy zombies. Two boy zombies, I know. I didn't get the girl that dressed up as a cat, though. Like No, I think she was like thinking it was just a Halloween party. I don't think she right. realized. Right, like, but she was zombie cat. Yeah. And I was like, you was she a zombie cat or was she yeah, just a cat? I didn't really a, find she, her to be a zombie cat. She was she had like a little bite mark on her neck, but at the same time I was like, That's This odd. is zombie prom. Why are you even up here getting judged as a zombie? You're not in a prom dress. Yeah, it was weird. And you're dressed as a cat. And um nobody clapped for her and I had to tell the bar to not be dicks because Oh no, I do remember that. They didn't clap for her. I remember when you did that. You're like, Everybody, hello. Like, don't be dicks. I was like, woo! I already was like 17 drinks in at that point. (laughs) Audience participation. (laughs) Right, audience participation. Well, I think the funny part was that my boss, or our boss, drove, and she was the DD. And I think she was half lit on her ass, too. I don't know, but I do enjoy when she was like team building and there was jello shots. Oh, I know. She did. I was like, oh, that my God. That is the way to build a team. I was like, I'm going to end up throwing up. And I didn't. I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> Guess who's got it? Until you wake up the next morning, you're like, nope, never mind. Don't got it. Abort. We don't want to go down this road again. Yeah, because she really. But, you know, I was. It's funny. I was telling her. I was like, it feels like being out with mom and dad. Because I'm like, I'm out of money. I need money. And she's like, here's a 20. I'm like, oh, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> off my toy drive that I have in, sub- in December. What happens is I collect money for um, the younger, the older kids that tend to be forgotten about at toy drives and things like that. I go out and I buy gift certificates for things like Sephora and Xbox cards and things like that for the older kids. Um, this year the money went to help a needy family in Delaware. I do a toy drive in December and everybody brings toys and we do 50-50s and sometimes we have silent auction items and we auction things off and that money also goes towards older kids and things like that so it's a good time it's how you keep the the little bricks upstairs in heaven for yourself this is how I earn my ranch in heaven above the poverty line (laughs) that's right absolutely you know what would be really cool you know how like on um um Stay sexy, don't get murdered. What the hell? That's my, my favorite, favorite my murder. favorite murder. Yeah, my favorite murder. Like people like draw like little things and they'll send them in and like they'll post it on. Well, you aren't really on Instagram much, but on their Instagram, like if people draw certain things from their show or them, they'll post it on Instagram. Like I would love it if somebody would like draw like your heaven above the poverty line, like your little <laughs> ranch over there, and like you know it's like right near like the heaven dump. Maybe right. or something. Right by heaven, <laughs> right by heaven project. Yeah. So I'm like, how funny would that be, though? 
but somebody could like you know do be, up a thing for you. It would be you. like my little ranch, and then the, like some row homes, and then some projects. <laughs> I was like, how, that would be really that's funny how though. Kids would be. Yeah, I know. But I'm like, that would be cool. Like, if one day we actually had the steam of that, where people were like, I'm going to send you in my picture. And we'd be like, oh my God, let me just post it, you know? Because you oh. know I would be. I'd be like, oh my God, you're so talented. It'd be like stick figures, and I would just be like amazed by their stick figure. You're very easily amazed. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, look, they just took their time out of their day to do, which is so funny because on the same hand, if you beep at me behind me and I don't go quick enough, I'll tell you to fuck off. Right. So it's like, but at the same token, it's like, send me your stick figures. I love it. It's like, you're so brave. It's so, you know, blah, blah, blah. You beep at me on the street, though, bitch. I'll punch your lights out. No. Um, <laughs> Just anyway, kidding. I totally wouldn't. congratulations to Chris and Kira uh, for winning Zombie Prom. Yes. We talked to, I talked about how they're like couple goals and they came together and they're all dressed up for Zombie Prom and, you know, everything. And they he doesn't have a choice in the matter. It's a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Maybe, but he doesn't. You know what? No. You know what? It, it was interesting to me that, because um, everybody knows I'm, like, in this breakup or whatever. I've talked about it a couple of times. I'm still going through it. Still feeling a certain kind of way. And I was at, um, so we're, we're sitting at this long table in, in the bar doing the Zombie Prom and everything. And I'm surrounded by people that are, like, couple goals, like, all day long. So, you know, your sister and brother-in-law come in. And I'm like, well, of course, we know how they are. We love them to death. And then um, Sharon and Wes come in. And they're so cute. Like, they get up there and they're singing, you know, karaoke together and all this shit. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Or whatever. And then Shannon, or, yeah, right? No, Jen comment. Oh, oh, God, I missed her government name. Yeah. Jen comes in with Victor. And they're adorable. They and are. she's up there singing and he screams out, You're perfect to me, baby. And I was like, Do you have a brother? Like, I mean, he was just like the nicest guy in the world. And he's like, Unfortunately, I do not. And I think I'm not the first one who's asked him that since she's no. brought him out. I no. think a lot of people have asked him because he was so sweet to her and I've never seen her more happy in look, my life. Look, um, she's got a glow on her. Uh, I guess from I his good say loving. It was somebody's birthday and we were sitting at the um the table closest to the to the wall. Yeah. And there's a ledge there, and she kept hitting her head on the ledge, and she was drunk. Oh, and my God. he held his hand on that ledge all night, so when she threw her head back when she was talking, she would hit his hand and not the ledge Aww. of the freaking wall. And I was like, what the shit? <laughs> oh, my God. That is so cute. Actually, it kind of reminds me of something that's so fucking funny, but a long, long time ago... Like, my, I was in this relationship with this guy. We won't mention his name because he was the biggest fucking asshole ever in the world. But I didn't know he was the biggest asshole in the world until much later. But we had gone out to On the Rocks. And oddly enough, Jen was working that night. And I don't know what happened. But I'd somehow I ended up getting a shot of something at the end of the night. And I had already had way too much. And thank God he's driving and everything else. So it wasn't, you know, like I had to worry about being on the road. And he was driving. But, I mean, I was fucked up. It was so bad. So we get home, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do things to you. I'm going to do dirty things to you tonight. And he's like, okay. Like, he's just hoping I'm not going to puke all over myself any second, right? So we get upstairs and get in the room or whatever, and, like, I get on top of it. And I'm like, do I like, do I look sexy, blah, blah, And I'm, like, slurring, right, at this point. So my mind, it's like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like true lies with, like, you know, Jamie with her face. He's, like, all over the pole, and she looks hot as shit. No, it wasn't that in real life, absolutely, actually, at all. I was like a busted can of biscuits, like, falling over and slurring. It was so bad. And he's just like, oh, my God. And the next thing you know, 
I could have taken my shirt off and I fell backwards and I busted my head on like the foot of my bed. At that time I had like a foot, I had like a top or whatever on my bed and I busted it and knocked myself out. And he was like, we're just gonna let her go. We're just gonna let her sleep. But I actually, I like, I hit it. I was like, ow, that hurt. And he was like, how about if you just like lay down? And I was like, oh great. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Right. Lay down, concussion protocol. I know, but it was just so funny. I was like, ow, my head. He's like, that's about right. <laughs> like, it was just the funniest thing. And I always remember it as much as I fucking hate his guts and I'll always hate his guts, no matter what. I always think about that because that was one time he was like, okay, all right. Any minute now, she's going to pass out. She's going to puke all herself, and it's going to be puking on me because I'm, like, right below her. She thinks she's great. Paco's funny because when I'm drunk, he's like, okay, babies. Uh-huh. Like, I looked at him, and I said, I need another shot. Because, mind you, this was the first time I drank <laughs> since my body. So You're my like, gastric, I'm drunk! <laughs> my gastric sleeve in August. <laughs> so I decided, I was like, I'm going to get drunk tonight. And I looked at Paco towards the end of the night, and I said, baby, I need another shot. And then he looked at me all concerning, and I was like, I don't need another shot. I want another shot. Could you please procure me? Procure me another shot, dude. Another shot. And he was like, last one. Oh, so he even let you have it. Yeah, of course he did. I'm surprised. I think he you was were pretty knackered by then. He, I, he was probably hoping I'd pass out on the way home. <laughs> He was probably like, dang Jesus, she's going to fall right asleep. By the time I got home, I was sober as a judge. I know. You know, I actually did okay myself, too. Because, like, we left there. We went to Lestardis for, you know, a little while. I got to see Beth. Beth was tore up from the floor up. I was like, look at her. She's like, I feel great. We're like, we know. So, I uh, stayed there for, like, a half hour because everything was wrapping up or whatever. But I think, you know, the boss was just so happy. She was, like, getting out and, like, living life. And she's like, I haven't closed down a bar in so long. And I was like, me neither. You think this is what I do? I'm like, I haven't had a drink since, like, May. Y'all suck because I've been closing down the bar all the time. No, I'm old. Sober. Now, even when I was in my relationship, and I will not say the name, but even when I was in the relationship, I did not want to come home. Like, I didn't want to stay out all night. What is I he, like, old about now? He who shall not be mentioned. Yeah, I just feel like it's, you know, not probably a good idea that I mention it too much more. All right. So, anyway, but, yeah, I didn't like being out. I'm like, I'm going to be home by, like, 1130. Oh, well, speaking of things dead and buried, let's jump into something. <laughs> dead and buried. So, apparently... This is from Delaware Online. Apparently, um, there is a mass grave in Tucson, Arizona, right at the border of Mexico. And it is there has been 42 bodies discovered. Oh, my God. And they're still digging up bodies. Really? But as of right now, there's 42 bodies that have been found. It says, Tucson, Arizona, the number of bodies recovered from a mass grave in Mexico near the Arizona... Arizona border has risen to 42 after three days of searching. The Sonora Attorney General's office said a group of Mexican mothers who belong to the group Mardes Buscadores de Sonora, it means searchers, searching mothers of Sonora, discovered the mass grave Thursday near the beach resort town of Puerto Penasco, commonly known in Arizona as Rocky Point. Staff members from the Attorney General's office, as well as forensic workers from the state's criminal investigation unit, join the mothers in their search. They will help transport the bodies to the lab and identify the remains. The woman found thirteen. The women found thirteen bodies on Thursday, fully clothed. On Friday, 
On Friday, they found an additional 14 bodies. According to the state officials, more bodies were uncovered on Saturday. The identities of the dead were not known, and it was unclear how long the remains had been buried there. Lupita Orduno, spokeswoman for the state attorney's general office, said Thursday that it was too early to speculate why the bodies are buried in a mass grave because officials first had to determine how how the people had died. Right. We're just now trying to identify the cause of death, she said. We don't know how they were killed and what the forensic lab will find. At least two of the bodies were still in a stage of decomposition, meaning they were buried recently. The remaining bodies were largely skeletal remains, indicating they had been there longer. At least two of them could be women, the, the state added. The group has not responded to requests for comment on the discovery, but posts on Facebook page from Wednesday alluded the discovery of the mass grave, alluded to the discovery of the mass grave at Rocky Point on that day. So, uh, these mothers um, go out and look for the dead. Like there, there's so much going on in Mexico. People oh, kidnapping, really? dying all the time. People just disappear. Right. And these, this group of mother goes out and search for them. Um, <coughs> excuse me. They go out and they search and they try to bring peace to the families that are going through some pain, according to their Facebook page. We're not looking for the perpetrators. We just want back want back what was taken from us one day. Right. Um, the Attorney General's office encouraged the relatives of missing loved ones in the area to file a missing person report and submit their DNA to a national database so that they can better identify the remains. Jesus. So I'm really interested to see how that's going to turn out. Right. It's a three-hour drive southwest of Phoenix and has relatively safe haven in the past few years. And the area is otherwise known as a busy, very profitable drug and human smuggling route in Arizona. Wow. So, so like human trafficking. Human trafficking. Yeah, but and it doesn't do like them that. any good if they're dead, right? Like human trafficking's all about like using them sexually and passing them around, isn't it? A like, lot of people don't make it from Mexico right, to, to the border. Right. Also, if they are too um, forceful and they're they're fighting too much, they're not worth the struggle, and they'll kill them. Like, human oh, that's sh- just crazy! Right. I can't even imagine. Um, a lot of drug cartels, things like that. They're just killing people, and apparently, just burying them in this one place. Yeah, but that I mean, seems like interesting, though. It seems like a specific spot for a specific either group or person, right? right? Because otherwise, why it, would there be so many? And they're fresh. It says that um, there's fresh ones there. There has been an occasional cartel-related gunfight over the years. The city was the scene of especially heavy fight, fighting among the criminal groups of the Mexico military in the early 20, 2010s. So, it could be somebody from Arizona burying the bodies there. Right. It could be people from Mexico burying the bodies there. Um, I, yeah, I guess we just don't know. We're going to have to follow this because I'm really say, interested yeah. in to see who they find. Like, there could be... And what it is. Like, how they all died. Like, I mean, is this a serial killer situation? Right. Where they're just killing yeah. them off? Or is this, like, gang-related, like, drug cartel and things like that, where they're just killing off their enemies and burying them in the desert? I don't know. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. But I guess since we're on the topic of that, they had um, all that's interesting.com posted about Meet Pedro Rodriguez Filho, the real-life Dexter serial killer of other criminals. Yeah. Dexter's like, name was Pedro. Apparently. The donkey I wanted to adopt from Homeland Park Zoo, his name was Pedro. Oh, was it? Yeah. Did you see what I put on Facebook for you? 
about the guy driving the right, dinosaur. Right, the dinosaur. I seen it. Did you seen it? I Because I was like, I hope you seen it because that's if we could just stick your face on that. Like, I wish I had Photoshop, and I was any good at Photoshop actually. <laughs> Not only do I need the Photoshop, but know how to use it, I would have totally pasted your face on it, and that would have been fucking fantastic. So I'll put that in the back of my mind. But anyway, note to self. <laughs> note to self: learn. Like Photoshop, not for anything wonderful, but just so we can put Jamie's face on dinosaurs. All right. So his name was Pedro Rodriguez Filho, and he's not exactly Dexter, but he is a serial killer who killed other criminals, which would make him one of the nicer serial killers. You're saying? Oh, a vigilante serial killer. Like so. Well, and it comes to find out, like he, you know, just like the rest of them, had some kind of weird ass story about how they grew up. Right. And everything else. So he said he was one serious serial killer. He's responsible for at least 70 murders, 10 of which he committed before he reached the age of 18. What? He was fucking crazy. Like, he came out the womb, like, fucking shanking people and shit. Like, he shanked people, like, on the way out. Like, all right. So when it comes to Pedro Rodriguez, Rodriguez Filho, being a good guy can actually pay off. Rodriguez targeted victims who, for the most part, weren't just average everyday people. Described by one analyst as the perfect psychopath, he went after other criminals and those who had wronged him. His life started out rough, and they kind of, like, tell you what it was. He was from Brazil. Um, he had, like, a skull injury when he was younger when his mom actually was beat while yep. she was pregnant. Head Do you remember injury. him now? Head Do you remember injury. him now, or are you no. just are saying, okay, in general? He probably went to bed till he was, like, 12. Well, it says he committed his first kill when he was 14, and the victim was the town's vice mayor. Wow, the man had recently fired his dad. Oh my god. He was like, My name is Anigo Montoya. I fired my dad. I'm here to avenge him. The man who had recently fired his father, who was working as a school guard for allegedly stealing food from the school. So Rodriguez shot him in front of City Hall with a shotgun. The fuck? I mean, he just fucking walked up and was like, Papow. I know, like, who does that? His second murder Pedro? wasn't long after. Well, yeah, I guess so, right? <laughs> I know, do you're so smart. So, <laughs> so it goes on. He says that he went on to murder another guard who was supposedly the real food thief. So not only was he killed the guy who slain his dad, but then he went and killed that guy. And it goes on and on and on. But he got, you know, he was put in prison. Like, look, this is what he looked like. He looks so chill. He does. He's like, hey, welcome to my cell. <laughs> like, how do you do? Come on in. Do you like tea? <laughs> like, <laughs> with all my tattoos. But he's like, so anyway, he wants to, goes on and he said, um, I guess he ended up in prison. They talk a little bit more about all the people that he killed and things like that. But, um, he killed at least 47 of his fellow inmates, which made up a majority of his murders. So he was just taking them all out in prison too. Like, what the fuck? I'm already here. Might as well. Like, how is he still? Jetpack. I don't he know. He definitely locked in a cage like Hannibal Lecter. Oh, oh he's out now. He's, out he's of prison? fucking out of prison. I'm like, all right, Brazil. Oh, the frack of dude did all. They I should mean, have gotten rid of him a long time ago. You know what, though? Brazil is a non country. They have straight up, they have carnival, which is basically a straight carnival. up orgy. I know. I actually would love to go. I was invited to go. Like, I, my friend Sean is married to a girl who's got family in, um, really? in San Paulo. And she was like, well, go. You can stay with my family. We'll go to carnival. And I'm like, I'm. Well, this is, this is funny. So, he was initially sentenced to 128 years in prison. The crimes he committed while he was in jail upped his sentence to 400 years. But Brazilian law makes it the maximum prison sentence is only 30 years, regardless. So, he served an additional four for the murders he carried out in prison. 
47 people and he got four extra murders. Like, it's almost like when you ask for four extra fries. It's just, it doesn't do it for you. You know what I mean? I like, mean, it doesn't fit that. Punishment is that. You know what? You they know let what? him out in 2007. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like, you know what, Pablo? You're pissing me off. I ain't scared to stay here for another year. <laughs> I know. I was like, are you kidding me? And they let him out. So it says, after learning about Pedro Rodriguez, blah, 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 the real-life Dexter, known as Pedrinho Matador, learn about... Oh, I guess they're giving you other things. Like, after you read this, listen to that. So I thought there was going to be something else about there, but I don't see anything else about him, so I don't know if he died or what, but I'm like, they let him out! He killed, like, a kajillion people! They just were like, all right, bye-bye, you've done your 34 years. Brazil does not care. Brazil don't give a fuck. No. No, but I got some things about murder. Oh, my God. This is going to be the murder episode. It is. Manson Murder House sold to Ghost Adventurers star Zach Baggins. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. The house was owned by Lino and Rosemary LaBianca. The couple brutally murdered by the Mason family members. Rosemary was stabbed 41 times (coughs) and Leno was stabbed 12 times. The August 1969 murders came the day after the Manson family slaughtered Sharon Tate and four other Mm. murderers. That sent shockwaves through Los Angeles like you've never seen before. We're told Zach jumped when he heard the home was up for sale for $1.98 million. He literally ran to check out the house and made <laughs> and made it close to ask made close to asking offer. It'll close early September. He was smart to jump because the realtor tells us there were multiple backup offers. Oh, whatever. Realtors always say that. News, I would be able to know. Right? The news comes the day before the official opening of the Quentin well, Tarantino film, yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, starring Brad Pitt and Leo, Di- Leo DiCaprio. The sale will close just after the 50-year anniversary of the murders. And that is some white people mm-hmm. shit right there. You Zach know? tells TMZ as a collector of dark culture, he was drawn to the home's history. First of all... For $1.98 million. The house is... 1,600 feet and has two bedrooms and two baths. Now, now that's definitely California bullshit out it there. It also has explosive city views. Zach explosive city that's views? What it, is that what it says? That's what it says. Pow, 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 pow. TMZ. Zach won't Give say what break. he plans to do with the house, but says it has storied history beyond just the Manson murders. He says dogs have mysteriously disappeared on the property and occupants have been freaked out when they say, when they say it has paranormal activity. So, the house is small. Like, yeah, 1,600 square feet, it's two a, bedrooms, I mean, two baths. It's not horrible. It's, it's got not a that, Well, that's kind of beautiful. I mean, it looks beautiful I from that angle. I love the little yeah. sunroom they got going on. Um, I don't understand why anybody would want to live in a house when that caliber of a crime happened. Like, the Manson yeah. family was sick and twisted and there are still members that they will not, they refuse to let out of jail because they are so loyal to Charles Manson to this day. And he's dead. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of like, I don't know. Like, I'm personally fascinated with women who end up having babies and they don't know they're pregnant. You know what I mean? And I'm fascinated by, like, serial killers. And I really don't even know why I'm fascinated by serial killers, to be honest with you. Like, when I actually think, like, what is it about it that I like the true crime and all that crap and... I don't. I can't even tell you why I like it. I don't know if it's because it's the opposite of me or something. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I can see where they're like, you know, if that's part of who they are, and like, I guess I can see it. But that's some white people shit. 
That is white people shit. It is white people shit. Because I'm not jumping up to go live in no house like that. If I walk into a house and I'm I not feel bad lie, juju, though. I'm not moving there. I'm not going to lie, though. I would totally tour that house. Oh, I would tour it. Yeah, And absolutely. I would be completely fascinated. And I'd probably stay the night if I was offered. Because Maybe that's why he was like, let me do my white people shit and let's go buy this right. house. Maybe he's going <laughs> to offer, like, haunted tours and shit. Probably, because if that's what he does. Right, he's a paranormal activity guy. I got a Florida one for you. I love and it kind of got, I know. I'm like, I get so excited when I see like Florida posts because I can't wait to see your cute little face with your little smile. I do love me some Florida bullshit. Well, and this kind of runs along the, you know, where we're at too. Which oh, we're segueing nice. like a motherfucker today. I know. Look at I mean, it's just like boom, 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 pow, pow. Right. Yeah, I know. We're like really making this happen. So, episode 17, people, mark it on the calendar. What is it? <laughs> episode 17. <laughs> Flawless segues. That's what we're going to call this episode. <laughs> Flawless segues and murder. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I actually want to go back because it's so funny. I've seen so many people, like, this past weekend when we were out, they're like, I love your podcast. But I was so worried because the first one wasn't so good. I am like, we were, like, kind of, we were scared. We didn't know what the hell we were shit. doing. And I was and pissed. so did Chris. I was pissed. Mom. I was like, um, it was our first one. First one. I know. I'm like, we've never done anything like it before. Half these people have done podcasts. Like, you know, they have like four different podcasts they run at one time. Like, we've never done it. We were like, let's just do it because it'll be a great time. Now we're in our groove. So right. now we got this shit down. And it's so funny because like so many people are like, I my friend Josh reached out today and said he was listening to it. And then your friend Jay like had was listening to it today. Mm-hmm. And he reached out. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the people were like, oh, my God, I love your podcast, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people were like, that first one, not so good. I almost feel like I want to go in and, like, just edit the name of it. It gets better. We swear. You know, (laughs) we promise. I don't understand why people. I actually didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, it was a little green, you know. It was new. We were like, welcome to our podcast. I know, but it was funny. You're like, straight from the the net. Like, it was just so funny. But anyway, I digress. So this is Mommy's um, gonna tell me tell me about Florida. Oh my Danielle god. Danielle Stelks here. Like Lainey. She's the pod yeah, Lainey, she's the what the podcast the mascot. The mascot. We should have put her on our artwork. We probably should have. We should in the, in the corner with her licking herself. Yeah. Just like chewing at her paw or something. Because she gets so nervous when people cover her out. So most dogs will like, you know, have to pee. Lainey goes and licks her vagina. <laughs> Or her paws, one or the other. So imagine when you have people coming over for the first time and your dog's like literally just, you know, taking care of herself in the middle of the room. It's just it's super fun. <laughs> like, like, stop licking your veg, lady. Stop talking about her like she's not here. No, I love her. We spoon every night. Like, I'm, she keeps me very, like, happy. But it's just so funny because she literally does, like, goes to town on herself. And you're like, we understand. You're nervous. Like, if I was nervous that I could lick myself all day to calm down, I would. Like, I'd lick I mean, myself but, all day even if I wasn't nervous. Even if I wasn't. But, I mean, it would be like, you know, instead of some people get, like, a weighted blanket, no thanks. I mean, I'm just going to curl up and lick myself. I'm fine. Right, right, lady. But anyway, so, yeah. So, she, but I'm always like, I can hear her licking. And you're like, nobody else can hear her licking. I'm like, I know she's licking. I can hear it back there. But anyway, all right. So, this is, uh, this is, and it's all things interesting again so i guess they were like real big on serial killers that one week but it says florida man arrested for attempting to barbecue child molesters good for him that's when we can kind of get behind <coughs> sorry he my allergies a are a mess smoker, today like paco's dad has i get a what well you know paco's dad that has big the smoker, barbecue thing right? and he's got this giant ass smoker he calls blue steel 
Oh, okay. This guy needs a Lucille. That way, you know, they don't hear them screaming. He just throws them in there and shuts the big heavy door. Well, he didn't actually get it. Apparently, it was like a big old fat plan that was thwarted. So, let me see. So, it's Jorge Porto Sierra's plan to burn and kill sex offenders was thwarted when police arrived too soon. He should hook up with uh, Pedro. I know. He had a plan to barbecue all the child molesters and kill them, and he's now in jail. Police say that the 50-year-old Pedro was trying to kill sex offenders and set them on fire at the Friendly Village Inn and Motel in Kissimmee, Florida. Uh, A detective said the man admitted his plan, and he has now been charged with four counts of attempted premeditated murder. According to a police report, a man was standing outside his room when Porto Sierra jumped out of his car and began screaming at the individual. Terrified, the man ran back into his room, prompting Porto Sierra to break one motel's windows and pour gasoline inside. Holy shit. The enraged Porto Sierra also reportedly yells, You're going to die, child molester. I'm coming in. Meanwhile, the man and his roommate escaped through the back window. In addition, he allegedly attacked two other individuals inside a car in the hotel parking lot. First, by pouring gasoline into the car through an open window. When the driver attempted to flee, he got into his blackboard focus and started ramming the car. So he didn't really plan this out very well. No, and he why kind of made there so spectacle. many child molesters in one hotel at the same time? I know. I'm like, did he like? I guess that's kind of interesting. Like, did he like is it get like them all a, together at is the it lore? Like a holding area? Like, I mean, yeah. Well, it's at the the friendly village in and Kissimmee. Like, it's just oh, you know, it might be one of those places where they have communities where child molesters or people who have um, sexual crimes. Yeah. They have communities where they can all live together because well, this is at the it friendly keeps inn. them. It was a motel. I mean. It, like maybe they were all just like meeting up and he got wind maybe of it. Maybe there was a convention. Yeah, like a little child molester convention. Right. So he says they rape kids. They are child molesters that all live. Child molesters that all live here and deserve to die. So I'm like, wow. And they come and like just kind of just talk about that. But I'm like. Oh, and then when the police asked why he didn't follow through with the plan. He responded, because you got here too soon. Dun, dun, dun. I know. I was like, damn. He was, like, throwing gasoline on him. But I'm, like, thinking, all right, throw the gasoline and then, like, you know, light that motherfucking match. Right. He's mad. Like, get on with it. (gasps) Oh. Did you see that they want to do, um, they're talking about doing a remake of The Lost Boys? Yes. Oh, you don't sound thrown at all. Your face. If you can see her face right now. They're making a TV show. On the CW. I was like, you know what? It's going to be on the CW. And how did I know? I was like, I bet it's on the CW. Here's the thing. It was. It was a great movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's not disrespect Corey Corey Haim's memory (laughs) by... I think he did that himself before he passed away. By some non-Corey Haim person singing, I ain't gonna care. Yeah, that's going to hurt my, my my soul. It's going to hurt your soul? Kiefer Sutherland was the hottest he's ever been in that movie. Here's the thing. Okay. When he was like a vampire, he wasn't sexy at all. Like, he was like, he looked homeless and, and, and rough around the edges. But when he gets impaled by those freaking antlers and the <laughs> father vampire I'm... comes in and he looks at him and he's laying there and he's all innocent. And he, I was like, look how sexy Kiefer Sutherland is dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> How sexy he is dead. If he was alive today, he'd be the vampire sucking on your cows with no blood. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, go ahead. If you listened last week, Danielle's whole um, alien theory, I was trying to justify that aliens don't exist by throwing out <laughs> vampires and El Chupacabras. 
Um, by the way, El Chupacabra is a Mexican goat. Like, scary dog? It's sort of like, like a dog type no, thing. No, El like Chupacabra a, is a mythical... Like a werewolfy kind of dog? A mythical, like, freaking... Um, thing. It's, it's thing. El Chupacabra means goat sucker because... Does it? In Mexico, there was a bunch of these goats that come up with no blood. And, and they say that it's the El Chupacabra. See? So that in Mexico, they were taking the goats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but see, so she tries to pick on me about aliens and tries to say, oh, well, it's vampires and chupacabras. Right. I tried to just pretty much along the same line yes, at that point. Yes, I tried to justify no aliens by throwing out vampires. <laughs> it totally makes sense. I mean, I, it wasn't 100% believer. thought through, but it was comical. It's okay. I'm a believer. Because I'm a believer. Okay. So... <laughs> So I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, wow, all right. Like, that's that's pretty neat, a mosquito. Oh, and you know what? Did you see? This is making the rounds. This is, like, big news. Remember we were talking about, oh, they found Tupac? In, in, in Africa? Right. No, he's here. And he's a white man now. <laughs> and he looks like he's from, like, the backwoods icks of, like, Alabama somewhere. What? Yeah. Oh, God, they got rid of it now. But, um, yeah, like, this this white dude get, got <laughs> arrested and his name was Tupac Shakur. <laughs> Tupac A. Shakur was arrested. Let me see if I can find it again. Because they delete Somehow, I don't know. I must have, like, screwed up and, like, didn't do it right or whatever. But. <laughs> I don't think that guy's name is Tupac. It might be spelled like Tupac. But white boys probably pronounce, like, Tupac. You remember, like, how on the Outsiders, <laughs> they all had names like Soda Pop and Pony Boy? <laughs> Let me see. Here. Oh, here it is. Okay, so CNN. Dot com actually got involved in this. So it's the real deal news, right? Okay. It's the real deal. It's the daddy news, okay? Daddy news. It's the daddy news, okay? So when I'm, like, you know, doing all things interesting, that's, like, you know, the cousin. Right. Like, once removed, you know? Like, you can't, like, make weird babies if you had sex with that cousin. Like, that's... <laughs> the baby's in the eye. That's, that's what it all things remembered is. Slow. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not quite slow, but you know it's wrong. So... <laughs> That went really wrong. That went really bad. Okay, so they were going to move right along. <laughs> so it's CNN. They said a man named Tupac Shakur was arrested in Tennessee for meth possession and other charges. Police arrested a man named Tupac A. Shakur, 40, after they said he pulled a knife on them. It was found with methamphetamine. Officers with Johnson City Police Department about 25 minutes from Bristol received calls Friday about Shakur, who had active warrants for his arrest. From another department, according to a news release, when officers arrived, they saw a car with Shakur inside. Uh, officers attempted to arrest Shakur, but he pulled away and reached for his waistband, the release said. So it goes on to basically tell you that he's kind of like a piece of shit. Is there a picture of him? There is. Look at him. He's fantastic. Oh. That's so bad, isn't it? You know it? what Tupac would say to him? What? He would be like, dude, I blame your mother for turning you into a crack baby. <laughs> I know. It's so bad. <laughs> So, yeah, so he was a charge with aggravated assault, simple meth possession, having unlawful drug paraphernalia. Meth is bad, man. People quit doing drugs. Like, like it's bad news. Well, how did he, ta- I mean, he clearly went and changed his name. He had to There's no fucking way in hell that's his government no, name. No, unless it's Tupac Shakar. <laughs> no, he looks like he should be like Pap's beer and... Deer hunting. That's what his name should be. <laughs> like, he looks like... I don't know. That probably wasn't the best thing to say. Don't, like, come at me, hunters, okay? I'm not here for it. Don't don't come at me. <sighs> but, yeah, so I thought you'd probably get a kick out of that. 
I totally messed that up, Liz. How do I, how do you like, how do I ruin? I mean, I literally just had to pin it to Pinterest and I didn't even do that right. Like that's, that's where my life is right now. I can't even pin to Pinterest. Anyway, go ahead. All right. So I got something from Delaware. Ew. W-D-E-L. So, um, everybody's doing these Airbnbs, trying to save money on like hotels and shit. Airbnb, for you that don't know, it's like the Uber of houses you could rent somebody's house for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, so there was this couple and they were this, uh, lesbian couple from Delaware Mm -hmm. and they went to Oregon of all places. Oregon, okay. Where the cows are disappearing. (laughs) It's really beautiful up there too. And it says Madison Gertz and her wife rented a beautiful home through Airbnb with great reviews and promises of stunning view in a remote town of Portland, Port Orford. Port Orford? O-R-F-O-R-D. That's the way you said it though. Orford. 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 Off the southern coast of Oregon. (laughs) They wanted to get away from Wilmington. Could you blame them? Enjoy some beautiful scenery and celebrate their marriage, just the two of them. So, they're on their honeymoon. And they spot cameras. Oh. And they were being recorded. Like, I mean, cameras in the bedrooms, cameras in the bathrooms. Oh, my God. Right. Was it uploaded to YouPorn? Well, that's what she, she's been, like, furiously checking the sites to make sure that she's not on there. Yeah, because, I mean, her and her wife. Couple, are you kidding? Right. So, they call the guy and they contact them, him, and they're like, you know, What's dude, the did you know this was going on? And he basically told him that, yeah, he put them there because he knew they were going to be there. What? Like, he's going to be a perv. No. Yeah. He admitted to it and was like, hey, you guys are lesbians. I'm all about it. Yeah. I um, needed to see what was going on. Let me see where it says that. Um, Ew. Seriously, Jesus. Come on. This guy admitted full on that he put cameras in the house because of our reservation. The host immediately said, yes, I put cameras, adamantly said, yes, I put cameras there because I knew there was going to be a a reservation and they're lesbians. So she has been steady scouring the porn sites to make sure that she and her wife who were trying to share an intimate moment on their honeymoon oh my god are not out there on the porn sites that is terrible right wait can't they sue the guy um i think they are they didn't say they didn't really get into it um the cut have them arrested brought up on criminal charges right voyeurism Um, or something you know so the couple is from Delaware, obviously. Madison Gertz and her wife, who I don't think they name any article. Jeez, Madison, I'm so sorry that you had to have that experience. That is just awful. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Not like that, but I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, wow. I mean, she's really pretty too. I know. I'm just thinking to myself. I'm like, who? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I can't say who does that. This guy does that. People uh, do it all the time because they're fucking perverts. They do it all the time because they think that it, just because it's their house, they have, like, if you, I I wouldn't run into Airbnb. I'd rather be in a hotel. Yeah, they have weird shit happen in hotels, too. I mean, you never yeah, know. Yeah, but not, like, Airbnb. Like, I don't want anybody, like, videotaping me or, but at least without my, out my knowledge. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm a fun person. So, every once in a while... <laughs> like, yeah like my adventurous side will come through make me kim kardashian 
<laughs> oh my god, you are not gonna put that out though. That would be just for you I and Paco. Ne- I would never put it out there, but if it ever leaks out, I mean, I'd be famous. Oh my god, <laughs> you are so full of shit right now. No, I'd probably be so devastated, and Kira would just be disappointed. Kira would be like, oh, she's "Why just, would she's you always disappointed. anything?" She's always disappointed. She really is. She wasn't disappointed when she won Zombie Prom that week. No, <laughs> I tried so hard for somebody to cheer louder because. It you didn't want so it to look bad. like nepotism that they won because it was my sister, but she yeah. looked the best. She put her, she, did. she put all the work into it. She was missing a fucking eye. Like, well, you know what? The, the other girl though that came that already had the sash on right. and everything, like I really liked her too. So I was like a toss up between her and that girl. That was Julie. Julie spent three hours on that thing. She that thing was hard to her face. Yeah, I mean, I was really like impressed with that too. Like, and she when they came in, they came in like three deep, and we're like. Boom! Kicked open the door. We're like, we are here. Right. Like, it was funny. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, the the mist comes out behind them, you know, as they walk in. You know what I mean? They were here, and they were ready. But, um, yeah, so you're talking about, like, weird-ass shit. So, this is on Fox 29 the other day. And, okay, so it was on the 21st. So, like, seven days ago, because it's the 28th now. But it says, Ohio mom reportedly finds alleged intruder attempting to give two-year-old son a bath. Yeah, I'm like, okay, first of all, so many questions. So this is in Columbus, Ohio. An Ohio mother said she recently woke up to find another woman inside her home preparing to give her two-year-old a bath, according to a report. Erica Hill woke up October 16th to the sound of her dog barking and saw a woman in the bathroom with her son. I get up and I walk to my door, and the way my house is set up, I can look down the hall. I see a white female lady bent over the tub with my two-year-old in the tub. And she said she fought the woman off of her child and her boyfriend restrained her until the police arrived. The alleged intruder was identified as 22-year-old Elizabeth Hickson. Online court records show she was arrested and charged with burglary. An affidavit in the case obtained by the news station stated Miss Hickson stated she Miss Hickson stated that she entered the residence to provide care to a juvenile, which was outside the residence. Fuck you. Hickson mother Hickson's mother was reached by phone and told um, I guess the news station that her daughter had good intentions and that she had never met Hickson and that she would like to see other charges or Hill said she had never met Hickson and that she would like to see other child charges filed against her. Clearly I can't read today. I apologize everybody. Hickson was released after posting bond. Oh, wait. Okay. So she's saying the baby was outside. The two year old was just laying outside in the middle of the night. Yeah. I think what that, the hell was she like on drugs? I mean, it sounds like she was she, on drugs. She might've been on drugs. Like the one lady that, a few months back here that broke into somebody's house just to do their dishes. Oh, yeah, I know. Then she was, like, cleaning the house, and everybody's like, um, I'll lock my door and come on in. Like, so many people were like, you're fucking nuts. I don't want you to, like, kill me in my sleep or anything, so I'm going to lock the door, but please feel free to come in and dust because I'm good with it. Right. Like, some people, I mean, she may have lost the child. Like, we don't know that girl's story. No, but, like, how do you, she said the kid was outside. Yeah. But clearly she... Was there's I, there's so much there's so many questions I have about that, like how is that even remotely possible? What what is my dog she doing is just now? Destroying that thing, Bella! Hey, why are you doing that to your toy? Don't do that to your toy. Oh my goodness, this is why she can't have nothing nice. You're like ha- you're like she's like having a toddler around. This is why we can't have nice things. Well, we can't have nice things, lady. No, she just eats like her toys, and then you get those Kong ones, and they're like, oh, get the Kong ones, and like they're indestructible. No. She eats them in like a half hour. It's ridiculous. But, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I would probably, it's one thing to go and dust somebody's house. It's another thing to go in and bathe their child. 
so weird. That's so creepy. I'd move. It's so, so weird. Like, I have so many questions. Like, okay, how did she know about that baby? Right. Or whatever. And if it really was outside, how did it get outside? Which I doubt it was outside. But then if it wasn't outside, how did you know it? And then it lived there. You know, and then how far away did she live? You know what I mean? There's just, like, all these questions I have. And, like, there's no freaking answers. There's, like, no follow-up to that. So I can't find out. There are a lot of these articles they don't have follow-up I know. It's and a I'm like, one. are you going to get me invested? And then not give me what I need. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is interesting, though. This is actually right up your alley. And I'm I was like, I bet it. she probably knew about it. So, again, it's on Fox 29 in Philadelphia. They just posted this three days ago. And it's humongous because it's all about Fletcher Cox. And uh, he had a 911 call released. And apparently... He, they obtained an, okay, he lives in, well, I guess it's in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, and it says Fox 29 has obtained the 911 call made by Eagles defensive lineman Fletcher Cox as he says someone tried to break into his home in Gloucester County. And it says in the call. It's Gloucester. Gloucester, crap, Gloucester County. I'm so sorry, people. I, I suck at life today. In the call, Cox tells dispatchers he is armed with a shotgun and he is willing to shoot whoever was trying to break in. And this is what he's saying. He says, I got somebody trying to break into my house. I'm about to blow his brains out right now, Cox heard is heard saying to the 911 operator. The dispatcher says, any idea who it is? He says, I don't. He's busted. He's busting my door up, part of my door. I have a shotgun. He comes in the house. I'm going to blow his brains out. What's your name, sir? Fletcher Cox. Do you hear this? Do you hear it? I swear to you, he got about 30 seconds. And then you can hear glass shattering in the background. He says, Mr. Cox, can you get somewhere where you're, you're secure? He says, I am. I am secure, but I have my shotgun. I swear to God, he's busting every window out of my house right now. And you can hear the glass shattering in the back still. And he says, is there any way you can lock yourself in a room? He says, I'm going to stand in my door. If he comes in my house, I mean, I'm telling you right now, my gun is off safety and I'm going to blow his brains out. So according to investigators, that's like so stressful just listening to that, like just right. reading that. And it says, Cox, according to investigators, Cox is dating the ex-girlfriend of the suspect. She was reportedly inside the home at the time of the incident. Police say the man came to the residence and threw rocks through the windows of the woman's car. He then reportedly tried to force his way into the home, throwing rocks through the front door and pulling off the knob. According to police, suspect was armed with a baseball bat and also attempted to enter the garage several times. The suspect fled the area and reportedly led police on high-speed chase through Woolwich Township. Officers suspended the chase after the suspect's erratic driving became a concern for public safety. An investigation revealed the man had been making suicidal statements to the girlfriend via a text message. He also allegedly sent the woman pictures of himself with a gun. After the incident, Cox missed practice the next day, but refused to reveal details about whether or not the incident was related to the to this to his absence. And he said, "I'm only here to talk about football. I'm not here to discuss my personal life." He, you know, Cox told media, "If you got anything, you know, interesting about the Eagles and the Buffalo Bills organization, I'll talk about it. Anything else, I'm not interested." That is fucking scary as shit. But I'll tell you what, you know he was getting appreciated later because that is a man's man right there. Like, I will fucking kill somebody coming in here. Girl, you're okay. You go back there, get the room. I got my shotgun. I'm going to blow his brains out. I mean, not that you would want something like that to happen, but that's like a man you know is going to take care of you. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to be safe with some Fletcher Cox. So, I'm just saying, way to go. Stand your ground. I mean, I'm glad it didn't come into anything worse. I mean, clearly that man needs to go and get, like, you know, some therapy or something. But that's some fucked up shit. Guess what I just found? What did you on just my find? news break? What? A reptilian alien caught on Mars. The oh, photos, God! The photos from the Mars rover prove there is life on the red planet. And here is the video. Oh, you can skip this ad in four seconds. Oh, my God, I know. Doesn't that suck so bad? So. Mars aliens caught on tape. 
It's five from the rover, so... Are you playing? Are you doing the test? That's awesome music. Open your eyes. You were watching the video. Oh, look! How get the hell out of here? I mean, you think they would have got... It? Like, look how clear that is. That can't couldn't be clearer. There's the Mars rover. Okay, so he's... This alien sunbathing, is that what they're trying to say? <laughs> He's just out there just, you know, getting some sun on the surface of Mars. Um, what is this? Oh, oh, they're, they're zooming in. They're zooming in. He's not even moving. He's just chilling there. Oh, my God. I, You know what? That's like, I don't know, what? Almost 60 seconds of my life I'll never get back now <laughs> from that bullshit. Jesus. It looks like a praying mantis. Oh my god. Mamma mia. Can we talk about some other shit that's fake? Yeah. This is from Disclosed TV. (laughs) They should be fucking ashamed of themselves. (laughs) Alright, so actually, I really enjoyed this one because I thought for sure that you would get a kick out of it, especially with the Little Mermaid getting ready to go live. Did you notice that? Like, they're getting ready to do like a live thing on um, 6ABC. It's like half um, half cartoon and like half live action and like Queen Latifah is like you know the Wicked Witch Lady. Um, it's a live action movie. Is it? Is it it's, not coming out in the theater? I didn't. I didn't. No, it's, I think it's coming it's, on Channel Six. No, it's a. It's the new live action Little Mermaid. I thought it was, I thought it was coming out in the theaters. No. Queen Latifah is Ursula. Yeah. And John Stamos is Prince Louis. Yeah. Or, um, Chef Louis. I thought it was going to be on Channel Six because it's live. Shaggy is. It's a live Sebastian. show. No? Anyway, so, well, remember how you had found that one article and, like, and we were like, I think that's, like, not a real, like, news organization. I found one. Oh, yeah? We I found like... one on my own, too. It's like, I you know, broke my cherry. So, it's a World News Daily Report, and it says, where facts don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, right away, this mother flipper is going to have something. And, again, it's Florida. Oh, I love Florida so I know. much. Florida fisherman lost at sea for 14 days claims he was sexually assaulted by mermaids. You shut up. Yep. Uh-huh. Alvin McAllister, 72, was found on a small rocky islet 200 miles off the nearest coastline where he was shipwrecked two weeks ago. Were they and, singing? I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out. Stay tuned. So, <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, and he managed to survive off of several seagulls, mussels, and urchins. McAllister, for whom doctors do not fear for his life, okay, was found suffering from intense hallucination, possibly caused by dehydration and the toxins of unidentified muscles as he consumed, or that he consumed on the small islet. So it's just so funny. He goes, he's described in graphic detail detail how he was forced to perform oral sex on the fish-like genitals of these aquatic creatures, not only onto the women, but also onto the men. McAllister's brother added in tears, visibly grateful to find his brother alive. Yeah, I thought that was great. So, uh-huh. yeah. They were like, we want to be part of your world. <laughs> now get down there and trick her. What can I get <laughs> for you to suck on my fish nuts? <laughs> fish nuts. What would I say to have you lick on my fishy badge? <laughs> Bet you on land. They understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Yeah, it says, although Mr. McAllister does present abnormal injuries and inflammation to the genital and anal area, oh it, <laughs> it is highly unlikely that he was sexually exploited or sodomized by living sea creatures, and these are possibly self-inflicted, explained one medical expert. What would he sodomize himself with on a little rocky islet? A piece of coral? A piece of... Ow, God. Maybe a sponge? My asshole's bleeding just thinking a about it. A sea cucumber? A sea cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank God this is not real, but this is some shit that you know would be real somewhere, somehow. I mean, we don't know. If, if you ask Kira... No, Kira, it's a totally fake report. <laughs> right, but Kira believes that mermaids are real. And we watched this documentary, and I was kind of like convinced there for a second too like i'm wondering like there's so much ocean that has not yet been explored right there might be mer people out there we don't mer know people well if they are if they were sodomizing this old guy poor mr this poor asshole feel bad mr McAllister and his asshole <laughs> feel so bad for him but i was like not only is it florida but it's fucking mermaids <laughs> like that it's was like the James best Alley. thing we've ever you've ever read me and i knew it wasn't real so i was like oh that's gonna be even better oh my god i know i know we probably gotta wrap this up because yeah we're like 52 in now so if you have found any articles that even though they're not real they're hysterical please um go ahead and send them to us at straight from the net at gmail.com or you can reach us on facebook at straight from the net um what else do we have to say Oh, again, we want to thank everybody up at the uh, the airways of WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio, Aww. for, you know, listening again. And we're super excited that we get to drop our podcast early to them. They get it four days earlier than everybody else. And so far, it seems like it's really working out pretty well. We're getting, like, new followers and stuff like that. They, they seem to dig us so far. We haven't gotten any hate Can mail yet. Can you dig us? Can you all dig us? <laughs> We haven't gotten any hate mail yet, so that's kind of nice. I'm surprised because my football stuff. Oh, here's no. Here's the thing. Oh, we yeah. Can, if we ever go on tour, we cannot go on tour in Philly. <laughs> we can never go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> and we can definitely never, ever, 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 ever go to Boston because I can't stand Tom Brady. So. Uh. <laughs> no, I think Boston would be okay to go to. They've got I, nice, they got nice like, culture I, out there. I'd be like, look, I hate Tom Brady, but I love the new kids. Yeah, I know. So they don't they equal out? I feel like that should equal out. It should a little bit. I don't know. I just think, um, yeah, my uncle, like, I went to a barbecue at my parents' house, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, and they said, well, how's your podcast going? I'm like, oh, well, it's going pretty well. I'm like, you know, we're only going into week whatever we were in. I'm like, but we got a radio show already, which is kind of freaking awesome. And they were like, you know what? I don't really like you guys talking about football and how we suck as Eagles fans. I was like, oh, my God. Out of all the shit we've said. Okay? Right. And Literally. I mean, borderline racist-ass shit, like, on accident. Half the time coming out of my mouth just because I'm just so shocked by shit all the time. It's like my white people shit I do, and I don't even mean to do that. But, I mean, the stuff that comes out of your mouth about beating children and picking on vegans and everything else. Oh, no, that just slides right off like, you, you know, water on a duck. You mentioned Philadelphia Eagles and people perk oh right up. Oh, my God. Oh, they <laughs> flipped the fuck out. Like, my uncle was, like, really, like, offended. I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, well, I'll make sure Sorry, I tell Uncle her. Pat. Pat. Yeah, my Uncle Pat. Sorry, Uncle Pat. Like, you're an Eagles fan. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, because we would never act like such a thing. And I'm like, she's not talking about you. Like, she's talking about the ones who act like idiots or whatever. So it was just 
so funny. Like, I mean, he just, he was giving me the talking to I mean, at this barbecue. My friend, my friend Jay literally was like, this oh, is yeah. wrong. Your history is wrong. Mm-hmm. You're an awful person. Don't talk about <laughs> That's my brethren. And I'm like, whatever, dude. That's my brethren. Oh, my whatever, God. Whatever, dude. No, so we can't do that. But it's just funny. Of all the things that we've said, and like between the two of us that have made comments, Sky Daddy being one of them. Like, I'm waiting for the religious zealots to pop in at any point in time because I'm like, it could be enough that I'd be scared, you know? Like, what the hell would they do? Nope. Nope. Just Eagle fans. Nope, they all hate Just Eagle fans. <laughs> all the shit we've said, like the produ- like provocative-ass shit we said, Eagles fans. That's what's done it. And the men have come out in droves. They have. Pissed off. Right, but they Made listen every week now just to make sure I don't say I know they Eagles. Like, uh, what? Tom. Tom. Check and mate. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we got you to listen. So who's the winner here? <laughs> anyway, but uh, but thank you for listening, though. In and of itself, thank you for listening. I mean, who knew? Like, who you know, knew? they get very offended. But uh, we want to just thank you again to, you know, WMLD for giving our shot. We want to thank everybody who is coming along and listening to our podcast. And We've got great listens. We have been getting really, really great listens. And it just it makes me so happy to hear that people are like, I listen to your podcast. So we thank we you so much for your support. We listen to your podcast just so we can say, I hate Jamie. No, I'm they like, don't. I'm okay with it. No, you're not. I am. Okay, well, that part is because it's kind of funny. It's funny. It's a little petty. Yeah. I'm, it's I, it's men call, petty, too. They call me Petty LaBelle. Petty LaBelle. And they also call me White Whitney, but well, that's a whole White other Whitney? story. <laughs> okay. On that, 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 on that note, we're going to uh, wrap things up, but we will see you again next week. Okay, bye. And bye. If I can stop this. There it is. <laughs>